Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. You are in for a treat today. We have the one and only Miss Heidi Powell. You guys might know her from Instagram, from her social media, from all the fun things she has going on in her life, but you also might know her as the fitness and transformation expert from ABC show Extreme Weight Loss. But you guys, she's so much more than that. She's an incredibly humble, strong woman. She's a mama of four, an entrepreneur, and a published author. So let's dig in to Miss Heidi Powell. I am so honored to have you on. I'm so excited to have you on. My audience is going to freak out. They're going to be so excited to hear from you because they're you know, moms and they're interested in wellness and health and entrepreneurship and awesome. all the things. Awesome. And they're probably just interested in your life too, right? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. So I know that we also didn't chat like topics and things like that. So I figure we can just dig into a little bit of all of it. Yeah. So the, yeah. you know, I always want to share just people's stories really women's stories, especially that have kind of like trudged the road and they've overcome and they fought for their success and their, 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 you know, just their everything. And so can you give me a little background? If I was to say like, who's Heidi, what, what would that definition be? How would you define that? Uh, who am I? So, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm a compilation of a lot of mistakes and things that have happened to me that I've learned through. Um, and also some really wonderful things. I'm a mom of four, which is the most important part of my life. Right. Um, and I also, gosh, I am somebody who is on a quest to have the best relationship with myself possible, which is a thing I never even knew existed until the last couple of years. Right. Um, I mean, handful of years. I love, I, I, wait, can we just pause right there? Because you literally just said, like, I bet you a lot of people heard and thought you were getting ready to just finish that sentence by saying, I'm on a quest to have the best relationship with my, like I'm a mom and I'm on a quest to have a best relationship with my significant other. And it's like, no, 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 no. Well, you know, that's, that's actually a phase. It's funny. Cause I, I don't know how much you follow about, you know, my dating life. Have yes. You, uh, yeah. yeah. We actually posted yesterday, um, just in stories. I and I don't know when this airs. So, but yeah, the reality is I we're I, I I'm not in a committed relationship right now to anybody but myself because it was a realization uh, I've had for most of my life, like all of my life, not to tangent to relationship right now, but I'm gonna say it. Yeah, it's been I and I think we as women and humans feel safe with somebody there. Right. And I've only known life with somebody there. When I was in high school, I was always dating somebody right after that. I was married right away. And then right after I got, you know, divorced, I was married again. And right after I was married, I was dating again. Like it just, yeah. And not that I ever thought it was a thing that I needed because I didn't need a man. Right. But there was comfort in it. And what I did not realize until Dave and I went through some really hard things end of last year that trailed into this year was no, no matter how scary it is, I, I don't need anybody by my side. I need to learn how to have me by my side, right? Like I need to know that like, if I fall, 
the only person I need to be able to pick me up is myself. I, and it yes. it's scary, but like when you actually play through, okay, worst case scenario, there is always a crutch yep. in having a man there. And what's been so yep. cool about it is we both needed it. Like we both did. And we, I being alone was the thing that I was always scared of, even at home, like when I didn't have the kids because they were at dad's house or whatever, it was super scary. But getting to a point where I now crave time alone because I mm. trust who I am. I'm actually learning that thing inside of me that says which way I need to go, that I, yes. most of my life, I've ignored for opinions of other people. Cause I'm like, oh, they have yes. to know, right? Yeah. Uh, no, now I'm trusting it. Even if it means it upsets somebody else, even if it means that me That's trusting it means it takes the longer way, I'm learning to trust yeah. who I am. And, and it's made me more whole and complete in a way where now when, you know, I, I want a man. I don't need a man. At some point I want a yeah. man, right? Yeah. Um, but when Dave and I were just together over the weekend and we, our friendship is on another level, great. Yeah. We're focused on friendship, not I need you to complete me anymore, right? Because right. we're or define me, right? Yeah. Like yes. it, when there's a man in your life, no matter how independent you are, yeah. you're defined by that relationship to some extent, even if you don't want to be. You know, yeah, yeah and you it, are. it's a crazy, it's a crazy path to all of a sudden think, who am I yeah. with all, with that stripped away? Like who is Heidi? Who is Moira? Like it's, I mean, that is, it's a kind of a scary thing, but gosh, it feels so freaking good too. Right. I, honestly, my power, I, I've yeah. only started to see my power without somebody there you know? Mm. And then there are points where it's scary. Cause it's like, you know, we go, we ebb and flow and I see something go down. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is that point where I usually feel like I need somebody. No, I don't. And then you come out of it, you know, and you're like, Whoa, I came out yeah. of that phone. It's beautiful and amazing. And think about that, that like moment right there, right? It's like what you choose because the, because you, you have to figure it out yourself versus mm -hmm. what you would have done if you would have had that person to be able to go to, to fix it or clean it yeah. up or do it for you. And it's like what we gain in that choice of like, no, I gotta, I gotta pick myself up. I gotta figure it out. I gotta take the action. Like, oh, that's yeah. what we built, right? It, it honestly is like a, um, it, and I love this feeling and I hate it. Right. It's like a sink or swim. Like there were so many things actually that Dave and I started together that as a result of where we were at, I had to finish alone, not had to, I chose to, I was like, all right, I have a choice. It can get worse or I can cut it and, you know, and go. And it was terrifying, but it also caused me to level up and be like, okay, I'm a big girl. Let me put on my big girl britches right now. Let me figure this yeah. out. But then there were so many scary things like me doing um, my first event, like what uh, in the world? I never thought I could do anything like that. And I saw that and I was just like rooting for you. And it was the most beautiful thing. And I love live events. Like they just set my soul on fire. And what you did is exactly what I've been picturing. Like I need to do here in Charleston. And just to see, cause I, I, I get the, the leap, right. It's like this giant, like, and when you commit, you gotta, you gotta do it. Right. And you yeah. did it and you followed through and it looked so incredibly impactful and beautiful and amazing. And like, we just need more of that. We as women need more of that in the world. So Thanks. I applaud you for that.
Thank you. It, it was awesome. It was like, it was the thing when you say that lights your soul on fire for me, it scared the crap out of me. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's like, I actually, the day of, I was like, I never asked for that. Like as a kid, I never dreamed of yeah. this. I'm like crying because I was so scared of what was actually happening. But the, I also know in everything that is super scary, trying to fix these little buns here uh, and everything that is super scary. There's something amazing out of the other side, but th Absolutely. there was a moment in day one, it was maybe it was the morning of day two, where I had a thought where I'm like, this is a nightmare to me. Like the people were great, yes. but me being on stage in front of people, I was like, this is an actual nightmare. There will come yes. some in my life where I'll be grateful for this. I don't know when, yes. like that's actually what I thought. And then that night I'm like, this is freaking amazing. Like, <laughs> I totally hear you. So I just got the call a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if I should be announcing this, but to speak on like a big stage in front of about 20,000. Oh and I literally gosh. sat there, I, but I sat there. I mean, the exact same feeling. I was like, this is my worst nightmare <laughs> and my biggest dream come true simultaneously. <laughs> It is. And you know, that it's just, it's only a nightmare because it sounds terrifying, right? Yes. But anything that sounds freaking terrifying is a thing that we need. And it, there's this yes. thing in our head that says we have to be good at it to do it. No, you have yes. to be bad at it yes. at first and then you become good at it. And that was my yes. thing. I'm like, I hate speaking. I'm going to speak nine different times during this freaking event. And you know what? I'm going to be better at the end. <laughs> But it's so true. And I feel like so many people that are out there that kind of want to be doing what you're doing or want to be doing what I'm doing. That's what they think. They think they've got to get confident yeah. and then pursue the thing, or they think oh. they've got to get good at whatever it is and be the expert before that. And I'm like, no, 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 you've got it mixed up. You have yeah. to pursue the thing and be terrible and do it yeah. messy and fail a thousand times to ever have a chance of being good or getting yeah. your confidence right? Yeah. I, I, I don't remember who said it, but I'm sure someone's, they, I don't know the exact words. So I'm sure everyone said it, but like, there's a quote that is like, um, something about you have to have the courage to be bad at something new. Like, like really it takes courage to be bad at something new because every, every beginner of everything, like we tend to look at the peak, the mountain, right? We look at the yeah. eliteness and we, and I honestly, we, at least me, I had, I grew up with a very fixed mindset. Very, very, very. Oh, totally. And totally. in a way, not that I was stubborn. It was, I just did not have any belief in me. Like I thought, oh, certain people are meant for greatness. I'm not. And that's okay. Like, I love who I like, right. I just kind of accepted. And I would look and be like, oh my gosh, those people are so lucky. Yes. I had no concept until I was kind of pushed into learning and growing where I was like, oh, whoa, like, hold on. I can grow like, as a person. Yeah. Um, I thought like, you know, you're either good or you're not good at things. Yeah. And to see that I can actually, I, I know now the power, there is not a thing I can't do over and over and over that I can't become good at. And that isn't special to me or to you. Right. It is special to humans. Like anyone, right. you have the ability to do yes. anything you want, but it takes takes uh dropping your ego right mm -hmm. and understanding that you're going to be bad at something before you ever are good yeah. and being consistent and devoting yourself to the process yeah absolutely that was a huge pivot point in my life when I kind of came across that whole fixed mindset versus growth mindset and I don't know if you saw this but like I saw an image of like two heads 
And there were like things like listed. So, cause a lot of like our viewers, our listeners right now are probably like, I don't know what you're talking about. So oh. I can remember like looking at the fixed mindset and the growth mindset and being like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. If, if you would have said, do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? I would have been like, oh, oh, growth, right? But then I looked at the things and I was like, I am 100% Is that so a fixed funny? mindset. And some of that was just, you have to create a new belief, right? I had the belief that you were like born with a certain skill set. You know, you were either a naturally a good speaker or you were terrible and you were never going to speak on a stage. Mm -hmm. Just like you're saying, I had to learn, I had to adopt a growth mindset and I had to change my belief that that's actually not true at all. Yeah. That everyone that's good at that, some people have natural inclinations, but people that are really good at speaking have just practice the skill enough to get really freaking good at it. Right. That, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, I, I was the same as you. I didn't really know the difference, right? Because I was born, I think all of us in ways we're all born naturally talented at something. Some things come easier to us than other things. Sure. And I was always told by my parents like, Oh, you're athletic and you're smart because in high school I always had straight A's and I was yeah. definitely athletic. Right. Obviously there was deeply rooted insecurity, but when I, one day, um, instead of being praised for my action or my effort, right, it typically comes from being praised for results or how you are. And so when I was like, you're the most athletic and you're the smartest. And my parents thought they were doing everything great. And I have to watch it with my kids. What happened is when I blew out my ACL and I was no longer athletic, my brain was like, oh my gosh, my identity and who yeah. I know I am as athletic. If I'm not that, what am I? And I right. then developed a severe, I mean, it was a process, but a severe eating disorder that then- I that mean, I, we get, this is like my exact same oh, story. Oh. Keep going, but you're literally telling my story. Like the, the, the grades and the athleticism and my, that was who I am. And my parents were the most wonderful people on earth, but they had no idea the pressure that you have to keep that up, right? You have to keep it up. Yeah. yeah. So keep going. Yeah. Eating, no. and then, yes, eating disorder, the whole thing. Yep. That's it. So for me out of high school, then having freedom, right. And, and my eating disorder, then booming, meaning like getting, being terrible, worse than ever. Yeah. Cause it was a full on addiction for me. And I don't know that I've ever really talked about the depth of it, but it was bad to the point where yeah. my first semester in college, I went from being like a, a plus student in high school to D's and F's in my first semester, because I wow. was inside of a full blown addiction. Like I couldn't. So then, you know, I was no longer athletic and I had blown out my ACL 12 twice, my so- junior year and my senior, uh, my mind, I was like, I can net once you're broken, you're broken. That was actually a thought that went through once my knees broken, it's going to break again. I'm never going to get the strength back. Like I remember thinking that and believing it. And then I broke my smarts, right? Now that I'm not smart anymore, I'm not smart anymore. And my parent, and I, it just made my eating disorder worse and worse and worse and created this, like, you know, I, I'm not what everybody thought I was. Right. So it has from, and that was the epitome of a fixed mindset. And like somebody, like I used to always, I would only attempt a thing if I knew I could win. Right. I never would attempt. And that is the, I do not want to play. Yes. I don't want to play if I can't win. I can remember the first time somebody took me and, you know, when you're naturally like natural athlete as a young child, 
you're just good at everything. And yes. that was me. And I can remember my friend took me to go snowboarding when I was 21 years old, when I was living in California. And he's like, I'm going to, let's go up to the mountain. I'm going to teach you how to snowboard. And I like went into like a full blown, like, I felt like I was six years old and I was like, <laughs> you know, like I'm not going. And he's yeah. like, wait, yeah. we just drove three hours so we could go snowboard. I'm like, but I'm not going to be the best at it. So yeah. I don't want to play. Like, and I remember like almost being on the outside, looking in, being like, you've lost your mind, Moira. But like, it was so hard for me. If I wasn't the best, I don't want to play. Yeah. 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 And like, I think I too, same. I I snowboarded once. I remember it was very similar (laughs) at once. And I haven't gone back since. Uh, But there's, I almost, it's funny because I was a trainer right out of high school and I knew other people's ability to develop muscle and to grow, right? But I doubted my own. I was a trainer. I had the knowledge, but the knowledge did not matter because I didn't have my belief. And so there was a thing that had me doubting my ability to actually create something out of nothing. I mean, I don't even know if it was doubting. I just did not believe it was there. Right. And yeah, it, um, yeah, it, 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 it was a, cool thing to really uh work through and it, it was probably over the last 15 years was a process of yeah. me working yeah. through it like it was pretty downhill and then it was like oh whoa 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 yeah and I'm like yeah. there's one thing but I'm also I don't care as much right I don't say don't care I don't care as much about looking bad I do not there are right. so many things I have failed at. And you know what? There are things I'm still doing today that aren't going to be failures. And I now, I can look at those failures and be like, there. I don't classify it as I failed. Yeah. A failure to me is a learning experience. It's like, a, okay, this didn't work this way. How can I shift mm-hmm. it so next time I can do it better? Yes. Uh, but I also have a different amount of trust in myself that I'm going to be okay no matter what, even if I have nothing, you know, because I've been... Right. Marry, divorce, marry, divorce, business win, business fail, 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 fail. You know, it's like, and now I'm like, I can do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that's like so much of that resiliency comes from the failures, yeah. from like okay. feeling the failure and getting right back up again. It's like when we were 15 or 21, it's like we hadn't failed at something physical yet. So yeah. we, it was almost impossible to, to try it, right? But like once you failed enough, you're just yeah. like, here we go again. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Going to, like I had somebody, I still have to be reminded of this sometimes. Cause it's like, you know, I find myself in situations where things are, are eating me up a little bit, a little bit of anxiety yeah. or a situation that then has me people pleasing so that I don't lose X, Y, Z. And I have this awesome coach that will be like, so what if you lose this? I'm like, well, then it's going to add more time to my plate and I'm going to have to do X, Y, Z. So what if you, it adds more time? Well, then I'll have missed opportunities and I won't be able to fulfill. So what if you, you know, she kind of digs and then it's like, I don't want to fail. And then she's like, but what if you fail? I don't know. I start again. She's like, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like this, like, okay, tracing anything back to it's, we get anxious and scared and there's fear. And when we act out of fear, instead of out of love and abundance, it, our energy is not going where it needs to go, right? Absolutely. Um, when the reality, if we can accept that failure is not a bad thing, failure is a part of our process, and then we can act out of abundance. Truthfully, the failure is less, right? Uh, so it's, it's an equation that we have a hard time cracking because we're human. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. It's our humanness for sure. 
Oh wow. my gosh. Well, here, let's, let's take this a step further. So you talked about your eating disorder, which I had too. And people are always like, there's so many people that are, I mean, I was a trainer too. I, I owned a Pilates studio for many years and it was interesting really being in the grips of my own eating disorder and owning a studio. Right. But what I was able to kind of see in, cause I always privately trained. So, you know, just woman after woman, after woman that came through my door that you get to know so intimately what I realized is, and I hate to say this, but it is my belief that almost every woman I know is on the spectrum of just kind of an unhealthy relationship with food in her body. And the other end of the spectrum is, you know, full-blown eating disorders. And there are, I, I've met maybe enough on, like I could count on one hand, women that I feel like are completely, totally free. You know what I mean? And it's so sad and it's so hard because of just our society and, and just, I mean, we could go on and on, but what, what was that journey like for you to kind of crawl out of that hole of such an extreme eating disorder? And, and what does it look like now? I know it's a journey, right? It's a lifelong journey. We're all on it, but yeah. can you share some of like the steps that you took in the process behind that? Yeah. Um, I will start today because it, it, this is true and it's a thing that you know I've been saying for five years I'm like I don't know if I should say maybe three or four years I don't know if I should say this because I know better you're always in recovery right but like the reality is there are times where it's hard for me to connect with the I'm gonna say this but the ridiculousness that, that my brain was before it like that yeah. caused me to go there because it was like there was so many fears around food and around what it would do to my body. And I, now in hindsight, I do fully believe, I fully believe that it, I just lacked knowledge. Yeah, I was a trainer, but I still lacked knowledge. And the knowledge, I lacked knowledge and application to my own body right? So like mm -hmm. you can have all the knowledge in the world and you can apply it toward other people, but until you apply it to yourself and you actually take that leap and you dive in and you, you don't know what food does to your body. Right. right. And to me, food was always a scary thing. And without understanding, I would think, oh, if I have 10 calories too much, 100 calories, it's going straight to my thighs or whatever it was. <laughs> right. And yeah. interestingly, my mom was one of those five people that you might know that had yeah. no, like no unhealthy relationship with food. I did okay. not understand so mine. Oh, the story is so crazy because everyone's like, "Well, what was your home like?" I'm like, I don't know of an of a home on the planet that was as normal as mine was when it came to food. Like, yeah. well, and what's yeah. mine too? And my parents both would do, oh, Adkins, they do that, but they, but they'd have the cake, you know, the Oreos, like they just kind of were like, Hey, whatever. Like, so they had the healthy food and they lived it and they, they never pushed it. Right. Yeah. And they had the unhealthy food for roll-ups and they just, my parents yeah. were so like, Hey, whatever. They didn't ever want to emphasize anything, but I think my mom did not have food issues. And my mom was a Barbie doll, like a little cute Barbie doll. And so there was a part and I remember seeing my dad, my dad loved my mom. And so my mom, I'm like, okay, to get a man's love or get somebody's love, I need to look like her. And I am like an inch and a half taller than her and going through puberty, I was a little bit bigger than her, which yeah. my uninformed, undeveloped brain did not like. Yes. And I thought I can't be, I remember growing out of her pant size and I was like, 
Mm. And it was by like one pant size, but the idea of it, and then I was a flyer in cheer. They would throw me up in the air. So I thought, oh, yeah, be skinny. Then I tore my ACL and it really went, I mean, like that was yeah. like the dam broke then. Um, and yeah, it, it was a thing like my, I, I knew I needed help. In fact, I remember thinking I'm going to die. Like there were actually nights where I was, I would lay in bed at 2am and think, do I need to tell my parents what's happening because I'm going to die? Yeah. Like I remember thinking it was a, and um, I honestly did not start getting through it. I mean, like in my first year and a half after high school, I barely left my, I even like my first semester ASU, I lived on my own. I was a mess. Right. And mm -hmm. I ended up leaving the state because I kind I wanted to run away from the people trying to help me. So I went to Utah yeah. and I lived there and it was even worse. I mean, it was a thing. Now I look back, I'm like, everybody knew because I can spot an eating disorder from yes. one mile away, like literally like, yes. oh, and it breaks my heart. Yes. I know what going yes. Through. Yes. Um, and in it, you don't think anybody can see it. Right. And mine was right. anorexia, anorexia that then my dad would like force feed me and it, I taught myself how to throw up. So then it led to bulimia. Yeah. And then bulimia yep. led to an actual major food addiction because I had deprived myself for so long. And I went through, I could not, I mean, it was multiple times throughout the day where I would like, okay, I'm going to be yep. good. I'm not going to eat anything. And then I have yep. one bite too much. D didn't even matter if it was an apple or a piece of turkey. Yeah. It was like, well, I just ruined it. Now there's shame. And now I need to binge again. And I'm going to purge. You know, and it was just yeah, all day yeah, and even cool. all night. And then there would be, and when I was, what one thing, wrong thing, I'd be like, okay, let me hit this drive through. Like, I got to get it all in while I can because I'm never yes. going to again. Identical. And then I was yeah. back to it. And two hours later, because I was like, now I'm starving. What do I do? Right. You know, like, I'm so crazy. But I'm sure I, so many people can relate. So many oh, people. Can I, it's hard. It's so hard. And, you know, um, it actually didn't stop for me until I, I moved back to Arizona. I got my grades up in Utah somehow. I don't know how, uh, moved back to Arizona. I ended up starting to date someone who had then married and it truly was not until I got pregnant with my first baby that I was like, wow, this is a wake up call. I yeah. Can't have you know what I can't have my child suffer the effects of my issue. Time to stop being right. selfish. Yeah. And having a baby was like a wow. I didn't realize how selfish I was before. Like eating disorder, but just in general, you don't realize how much time you have until you don't have it, right? Absolutely. And having purpose outside of me was my antidote to you know the binge purge cycle for now. Yeah. Right. It was a thing where pregnancy breastfeeding easy because you're like burning a lot of calories you feel yeah. like whoa I can eat but then you come off of it and for me it was right back to it again until I got pregnant yeah. again and it was um luckily I mean I got busier and busier because work I and busyness was also my okay now the purpose outside of work is busier that was my cold turkey it was yeah. like that white knuckling it um, yeah. And then I went through a divorce and then the divorce, um, was it like stress factor? I did not, I didn't want to eat. Right. So it was kind of like, Oh, yeah. good. I can stay away from these, but I was literally bandaiding something that I had. Yeah. I didn't know until my, honestly, my journey over the past decade where I, you know, met Chris 
And he didn't even know about it. I didn't tell him about that. And that was in the past at this point, but he's a fitness guy. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell him I suffered with any of that. He didn't know until we were in the middle of shooting our show, like years down the road. Yeah. Cause wow. I did not, I was not. Believe- oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think- attached to it. I get it. I get yeah. it. He was the person to fur. I would always complain and say, I really want to grow muscle. I just can't. I don't. And he was like, listen, you need to eat. Like if you, like, I know you're eating, I was like 1200 calories a day. And that was a success for me to eat that much and like not be scared of it. And he's like, you need to eat more. You can't grow muscle from nothing. And there was a thing that he said that I say now with my people, he said, listen, like, I'm going to give you a program, try it for two weeks. And if it does like commit to it. And if it doesn't work after two weeks, you can go back to what wasn't working before. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) like if I gain a weight that I don't like, I can always go back to starving myself or not eating a lot. And so I started following and it was like, I could not believe I was eating five times a day, you know, protein, carb, fat at every single meal, which was like mind blowing to me. Um, And it was a thing that I, you know, and we were shooting the show at the time. So we were moving a lot and it was, that built me up to probably about 1800, 2000 calories a day. And I felt good on it. However, that was only part of it. That was part of my recovery. And then, you know, I was so far removed from throwing up that the thought of it, even if I was sick, made me nauseous. Right. I like, I cringe at the thought of that because it had just ruled my life. Um, and it like season five. And I started talking about my, uh, eating disorder on season. It was three season one of the show. I had shared it with one of the girls. Cause she had one. And that was like, a yeah. gosh, I've never shared. And I barely shared, but I shared enough. That was like a, oh, okay. My experience helped somebody. And then yeah. season two, season three, we had another girl that was really struggling. And I ended up sharing it on camera, which then wow. I started sharing it in the media. Cause people, and I did not realize how much letting a secret out sets you free. Oh my gosh. Like, and I found myself feeling more healed than I ever knew I could. And I actually found myself appreciating and experiencing some bad choices about my body that I never thought I would appreciate in my life. But I'm like, I did this for a reason. Like I went through and then I would say the next step for me was actually when I was challenged to do a bodybuilding competition, which in my mind, I'm like, Oh man, this is going to, what if this like triggers me back into it? That was amazing because my coach right off the bat was like, you need to put on 20 pounds of muscle. And I'm like, 20, like that number, it never really got past 108. I don't know if I can. So I got to a point where over two and a half years took me a long time. I yeah. trusted, like I decided to put my trust in him because I had so many clients before that did not trust me. And I thought, okay, if he's my coach, he's yep. going to see me on stage. His name is on my transformation. If I look like crap, he's going to look bad. And then I know I can go back to what wasn't working before. Right. 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 I mean, yeah. and, but it was a weekly thing. It took weekly check-ins for two and a half years. And I'd be like, Damien, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look soft. I'm going to, and he'd be like, stop being ridiculous. Get, you know, like, he's like, you, yeah. you're exactly where you should be. So just, I needed an outside perspective. I realized yes. I'm not the best judge of who I am, but I was eating yes. 2,800 calories a day, sometimes oh 3000 to put, I, I mean, I was 128 when I was training hard and eating a lot. And the hardest part for me to building muscle was getting enough food in because I was like, I can't eat anymore. And that 
completely shifted my mindset to know that at any point in time, now it doesn't matter how, if I'm a little over, it doesn't matter if I'm a little under, it doesn't matter where I am. I know my body's potential and power to do whatever I want it to. So it does not control me anymore. If you're looking for some more in-depth training on mindset practices and how to create your vision, how to reverse engineer your goals, how to craft your morning process, all of the things that I'm super passionate about, you guys, the Rise Up course is where it's at. It is literally my lifetime, my mind in a course, every single tip, strategy, and hack that you could possibly ask me about is in this course. So jump into the show notes right below and you'll see the link for the Rise Up course and my Rise Up planner, and you guys can rise up with us. At all. Because it's wow, science. That's it's technology. Yeah, that is powerful. And I love that you kind of separated those things. Like there's the physical, there's the food part, right? Like we kind of, and I, I totally had that same experience with you. Like I'm the expert, but I was the worst expert for myself. Right. So I had to give myself over finally to someone else. And it wasn't like, but I know better. I know my body, I da, 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 you know, yeah. and trust somebody else to kind yes. of do my, my, yes. like, tell me what to do, but also yes. the mental part to kind of do my thinking for me. That's it. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you, you have to be willing to say, I don't know best for me right now. Yeah. Right. And I know that's hard because now I'm at a place where I feel like I know best for me, um, yeah. but it's not coming from a place of ego. It's different. I didn't have even five years ago, the kind of relationship with myself that I have today, not even close. I, yeah. I didn't, and I was still trying to please other people, right? I wanted to look good for them. I was scared to not be enough for them. I was scared to, you know, be whatever it was overweight, too skinny, too muscular. I, I was like chasing what I thought yeah. other people wanted. Cause then if I'm enough for them, then I'm enough. Right. But you right. are never enough for all of them. Never until right. you're enough for you. Then when you're enough for you, right. So it kind of, my journey has gone to the thing where now the only person I really, I mean, right now I am smaller sized, right. Not because of anything other than I'm busy and I have other priorities than keeping muscle yeah. today. And people might say things about it, and I don't really care anymore because I know who I am and what my relationship is. Yeah. And then same, I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to put more muscle on because I love the game and I'm going to be too big for some people and I'm not going to really care. You know, it's like, it's just a different game right now. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I, well, and let's, let's talk about what life looks like right now for somebody that's in recovery from an eating disorder. That's, you know, busy mama, all the entrepreneurial things you have done. Because I believe, and, and you know, diet, I hate the, the, even the word, but nutrition, diet, whatever you want to call it, it's such a trigger for everyone, right? Like people want to sling mud left and right, back and forth. And my thing is like, it's a spectrum. And like, what is the absolute right choice for Heidi might be terrible for me. And what the absolute right choice for me is, is not like it, there's not a one size fits all. Like what I was trying to say the other day on my stories, when I got a little hate, I was like, listen, there's been times in my life where a program Uh was exactly what I needed. It was the healthiest, Uh most healing, most incredible step that I could take. And there's other times in my life where the healthiest thing I could possibly do is be intuitive and not follow a program. So we can't say what's right and wrong. You know what I mean? It's just different. Yeah. 
I mean, I have oh. a, like, it really, like if people would stay in their own damn lane, they'd yes. be happier themselves. Like, but there's the person <laughs> saying it is not happy with who they are. They're miserable with their body. They're miserable with their relationship with themselves. They're miserable, right? So it's yeah. easier for them to say, you're doing it wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. I am right there with you. Like I yeah. believe it's a journey, right? A to B, B to C, C to D, D to E, E to F, whatever it is. And some people might stop at G. And that's okay. Like Z is being paleo, all natural, all that stuff. I'm not at Z. I don't care to be at Z right Right. now. I might change my mind at some point. I'm probably around RS because I believe in the 80-20 rule for me. I believe that deprivation is not the name of the game for me because if I deprive myself, I'm going to want to binge on it. And so guess what? Right here, I have pumpkin loaf that I'm going to be eating. I didn't have time to eat it before. I have a protein shake and pumpkin Yeah. And that works for me. So this is part of my 20% every day is food. I love, and I don't care who says anything about it. Cause you know why it keeps my mind in a healthy place. It keeps my body where I want it right now. Um, and then 80% of the foods that I eat are real whole natural thought through foods. I I like lean meats. I love, I do tons of veggies in this house. Tons. tons, We have them every day in platters. Um, and that's a newer thing. Cause I'm like, gosh, I got to get more micronutrients out. I'm going to, you know, so yeah, yeah, it is other people. I mean, on the journey, they're just trying to not drink two liters of soda a day. Right. So exactly. Liters, and that's amazing for them. Yeah. Yes. I, cause yeah. you have to, think, what is the lesser of two evils for me? Yeah. I eat all clean, but then I'm probably going to have a effed up relationship in my head. hundred percent. Me too. Yeah. Right. So this is the lesser of two evils for somebody drinking soda. You don't want to put them on a plan that is like, you're only going to eat chicken and brown rice and bright. No, because they're not going to be able to stick to it. Like it has to be something you can stick to and that you can embrace and that you love that you don't feel like the goal is to love your life. Right. At least for me, I want to love my life. And so I want to be healthy enough. And I want to eat enough of the foods that I love. And I want to train myself to love the foods that I don't love. Right. But it's going to take time. Right. And my goal for life might be different than somebody else's. Yeah. And that's just it. It's like, I think as an audience, people that are listening, right. It's like, take like one of my friends says, everything is data. Like everything is data. Like explore this, try this thing. Does it work? Try it on. Does it work? Does it feel good? If it doesn't, then that's not for you. You know, something the other day I put on, I've been doing these like healthy recipes that a lot of times I'll do like coconut oil and superfoods and they're, they're, you know, concoctions kind of, and they're delicious and amazing and super healthy. And people are like, I kept getting like diet culture comments. And I was like, honest to God, I was like, what is, what does that mean? I'm not even quite sure what that means because I just love the way this tastes and it makes me feel really freaking good. I'm also going to go eat the nachos with my kids on a Friday night. Like I'm just trying to tell you this feels good. It tastes good. It works for me. Hope it works for you, you know? And like the the comments, you had an amazing post the other day. Oh yeah. talking about about eating the donuts and I was like oh my god and then I saw some comments that I was like wait here's the thing what what, what somebody say negative about eating donuts Uh, all we're trying to say is you can eat the freaking donuts people (laughs) let me tell you this though there's there's a uh 
there's a mob out there, right? That came from some unnamed source through Dave to me. And that's what happened. And so this mob, they want to burn down my city and they ain't going to burn oh. down my city. <laughs> and no. the thing is, I, the reality is that post, that way of thinking, I mean, it is praised all over the place. So I looked at it yeah. and I was like, oh, you can always tell. Because when the wording is the same, that means they yes. were all in a forum somewhere. And right, they're like, right, right, right. And then they all come try and yeah. it's, it's, yeah. I, mean, I, I love it. I love it because it means they can't stop watching. Right. <laughs> a thousand percent. Absolutely. And Absolutely. So, yeah. That's kind of where you're living now, right? Because I, I mean, when I saw that post, I was like, yes, because it's where I'm at right now. And I can totally identify, right? Mm-hmm. Like this 80 20. Yeah. Eat the donuts, but yeah. I also, and this is just personal opinion, like I can't be completely intuitive about it, right? Like that's why I loved what you said in that post. Like, but let's be smart about it. Have yeah. some protein first. So I your blood sugar is protein first. the roof. And right, because I feel like crap. And if anyone wants to yes. argue that, go for it. But you are going to, if you eat this, if I were to eat this right here, yeah, without protein before physiologically yes. that sugar would spike in my blood. I would crash an hour later and I'd feel like yes. shiz the rest of the day. I know better. I know better. And yes. I also know yes. when I put protein first and I pair it with carbs, if I like do so, your carbs are what open up your muscles, like for the protein to get inside. It just it, scientifically it works better. And I, you know, it's okay if people don't understand it really is because yes. Yeah, they haven't experienced the goodness, and maybe someday right. they will. Maybe enough posts that they come to hate on will finally have them be like, "Oh, maybe I'll try it." <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And be like, what are they thinking? This is maybe great. you should try it. That's yeah. like when I get all these hits. Sometimes I get some hate on recipes, and I literally, from my heart, I just want to be like, "But, but you should try it because you might like love it." I know. I, I just want you to try it. That's why I'm putting it out there. Um, I also think it's um when people uh. If they only see, they it if they see it on social media, that's the only thing that exists in your life. So you were saying posting right. the good recipe, right? It's yeah. like you're like, well, you don't see the nachos that I ate with my kid, right? <laughs> right? But honestly, there's a part of me too that's like, you don't even need to tell them. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but it's true. If, it, if it's not on social, it didn't happen in their minds. And the reality right. is the most of life happens off of social. And you know this, yeah, you know, for sure. the best for part sure. happens off of social. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, let's, I don't want to keep you all day. Um, let's wrap it up. I want to know what's coming for you. Like what's, what do you have upcoming? I also want to know when your next event is, cause I'm going to hold you to it because I need to come. Yes, you do. <laughs> You do. So oh right God. now, and all the things we're talking about um, are yeah. inside of what this thing is that I do. So I've been doing these challenges and it's a 60 day get fit challenge. This is the yeah. summer edition. It starts May, May 9th is when it starts and it's 60 days, but we do an entire pre-week party, May 2nd with a ton of professionals every day. It's so amazing. We have chefs in there. We have a dietitian. We have um, oh a like well-known influential like fitness dancers and uh, people that keep fitness fun a yoga girl that does meditation breath work 
It is uh, amazing. I mean, my team, I can't even tell you. It's amazing. So we have a really great workout program that is scalable yeah. for anybody, no matter what level you're at, beginner or advanced. Uh, I'm in a Facebook group every single day with this crew, teaching yeah. them. So this all happens in a private Facebook group, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. It all happens in a private Facebook group. We have a portal, an entire portal that houses the workouts that you can have on an app in your phone. Um, And then this time we're adding, so for those that have done, we have three classic programs. We have an at home, we have one in a gym for women, one in gym for men. We added, I have a a nine week, so it goes a week beyond the challenge actually, a nine week booty program. It is the most amazing. It's the one I'm going to be following this time. Uh, Yeah. It's super scientifically sound. It's three days a week of heavy lifting with two core days and then a longer Metcon day. It's really, really awesome because I want a nice butt on the beach this year. And so yeah, they, who does it? Yeah. Those are, uh, yeah. Baby got back kind of a program. Oh, I love <laughs> and, it. Yeah. And in it, we actually offer, um, this started in the last challenge. So not the first, but I realized there's such a lack of education when it comes to nutrition. Uh, and yes. that for me, like I said, education and knowledge was the key to my healing. When I really started learning yes. and applying, we did a really great eight week nutrition education course that we're going to be running again, complete with extra Q and A's with my nutrition coach, um, really great. And then we have, um, accountability coaching available inside of there. We have a great mastermind where I have some well-known guests coming and visiting every couple of weeks with an end, like in Arizona and people are coming July 23rd. So it's just a, oh one my God, I, it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's a challenge. It's a 60 day challenge, but it's not really a challenge. It's, it started as one yeah. and it's become the most beautiful community. I mean, so many of these people have now done it all three rounds because it's a party in there. We do weekly challenges in there. Wow. It's a lifestyle change. It, it's free. Yeah. The, the biggest feedback I people get, there's two things. Three, they never knew they could start something and finish it, right? Because wow. I believe that you don't have to do it perfectly. You, you, you should yes. do it the way that you do it and that's enough. And you are accepted here. It's 1% better today than yesterday right? Second thing is people uh, getting food freedom out of this, realizing that carbs are not bad, realizing that enough calories is actually a thing you need, right? Realizing that they feel better, look better, all of the things, eating enough food. And the third thing is self-love. So many people, because we, it's not just about how you move, right? It's about making a commitment to yourself every day and keeping it. That's where love is. Yeah. It's an integrity. Integrity creates dignity, which is self-love. Yeah. And little promises kept after promise kept creates that integrity momentum that really leads to belief. And when we believe we can, we can do anything, right? We start to say, well, yeah. if I can do this, what else can I do? Oh my gosh, if I can. Yeah. And so the effects are so far outside of working out. And it's yeah, amazing. So that, that's, sorry, that was a long thing. That's my next get fit challenge. No, that was not a long thing. I want to hear, I just want you to keep going. I want to hear more and more and more. That's incredible. And what an amazing community that you've created. And like, gosh, just to have you by their side every single day. I mean, what an incredible gift, truly. I get them, truth is I get them by my side. They are, I'm telling you, I have never, and I've done this for a long time. I have never felt or been a part of a more powerful, loving, 
uplifting community, these women and a couple men, it's really cute. Um, yeah. they're incredible and they are funny. They don't take themselves so seriously. It's like, they yeah. are, they are, I honestly am like, oh my gosh, I finally found my people. Right. Uh, and so, oh, they're beautiful. Wonderful. Wonderful. That is amazing. So where do people find this? Where can they connect with you? I'll put it all in the show notes, but yeah. where can they connect with you for the challenge and everything? Yeah. So the best place for the challenge, at least to check it out, it's HeidiPowell.net, N-E-T, HeidiPowell.net forward slash get fit, G-E-T-F-I-T. Um, that's where you'll find more information there. And then the next summit is going to be spring 2023. So I'll, I'll let you know when that happens. I'm coming, girlfriend. I am there. Totally. I, I mean, honestly, just watching that whole experience was so freaking next level. So yeah, count me in. I'm going to buy the first ticket. Oh, you're so awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Heidi, thank you for your time, your energy, your heart, your presence, like all of it. This, I mean, I just... I feel like we got to go have a girls weekend now. <laughs> it would be fun. Watch out, girls. So <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for your time. And oh. I'm going to be sharing with everybody all about the challenge, all about the everything. So guys, if you're listening, make sure you check out the show notes. It'll all be down there. And again, thank you so much. Thank for you so time. much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. What an episode. Oh my gosh, just so many takeaways. I would love to hear what your takeaways are. So feel free to email me or shoot me a message on Instagram. I always love to hear from my listeners. I'd love to know who you want to hear from on the podcast as well. Um, But thanks for listening. Follow along Spotify or Apple if you guys will. Um, I'd love for you to leave a review on those platforms as well. It helps to really get the show out. So everybody can have these amazing takeaways. Thanks so much, guys, and make it a great day.